Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Stuart Jackson, president of All My HR. Human resources compliance is a massive undertaking. Most of us can't afford to staff an $80,000 credentialed HR person. So with the ever-changing rules, how is a small business owner to keep up? Well, Stuart is here to give some advice on that very issue, and we'll hear all about it in just a minute. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Hey there. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good. HR, man, human resources, managing people. Woo! Some shivers down my I, spine. I just got a, uh, my the hair on the back of my neck just stood up a little bit. I know. It's not easy, is it? <laughs> no. You know, and there's a lot of aspects to it. I mean, there's the, the interpersonal relationships in the in the business itself, you know, holding people accountable and disciplining and reviews and that sort of thing. And then there's the whole other side of it, the legalities, the details, all the stuff. Just like just what's been going on in the last five months, it's it's enough to make your head spin. No kidding. It's really hard to know which way to go on all this. So today we have an expert to give us some advice on that. That's a good expert to have. Yeah. All right. So let's dive in. So today our guest is Stuart Jackson, president of All My HR. This is a company that has a dedicated team of credentialed HR experts and a complete compliance platform through which they help dozens and hundreds of companies across the U.S. and uh the North America. So we're really delighted to have Stuart with us. Welcome, Stuart. Hello. Hey. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you here, too. As we were saying, you know, HR sort of isn't, you know, I don't think many people started a remodeling company so that they could worry about the HR details, right? Uh, that's that's for sure. I Frankly, years ago, I had a little remodeling company myself, <laughs> and uh, that was uh, HR uh, wasn't on the radar. Right. <laughs> to be honest. But that was quite a few years ago, and uh, there's a lot of things changed, and they continually change. And frankly, um, you know, most small businesses are just out there trying to meet their goals, you know, take care of their clients, take Mm -hmm. care of their customers, trying to meet their deadlines. And frankly, you know, changes in HR regulations and compliance, uh, they tend to, smaller companies tend to have to react to those as opposed to uh, being prepared for them uh, as they occur. Okay. And, uh, but, you know, that's kind of where we come in. We we saw the need for that, and uh, we, we try to help. So. Okay. So what are, you know, you've been involved in this for a long time. Why is it important to be able to be proactive and not reactive? Well, um, the, the, a lot of reasons. Uh, frankly, federal reasons, state compliance reasons, uh, just uh, the nature of having employees and making sure that uh, they are taken care of properly, safe work environments. Um, you, you've got to make sure that you've got, frankly, your ducks in a row. And it, it's a moving target because, you know, if, I'll give you a quick example, um, you know, looking at company handbooks, for example. Uh, with company handbooks, you know, most companies have them together. If they don't, they should get one. Um, but with a company handbook, that's kind of like your roadmap mm-hmm. for 
how everything works at your company, your, your days off, your benefits if you're providing them and all the rest. And um, the problem with the company handbook is that as states change compliance, as federal government changes compliance, as things like COVID happen, um, there are many changes that are brought about legislatively uh, that you have to incorporate into a handbook. So okay. suffice to say, with just the changes that have been made uh, with COVID, um, yeah, I would, I'll go out on a limb and say probably most of the company handbooks that were put together six months ago, five months ago, are out of compliance one way or another already. So, so let's back up for a minute. And pretending that we're a company is just getting started with developing an HR program, what are the top three elements that should be created? Not thinking about whether compliance changes in the future, but just for right now today, what are the three top things that small businesses should be thinking about in developing a, a proactive or a solid HR program? Well, um, it would, it's almost tough to narrow it down to three because there's a number of things. But I guess uh, when you're first putting things together and hiring employees, uh, a company handbook would be would be one because that, that is kind of the roadmap for everything. And um, you'll want to have one in place. Uh, you'll want to cover as, as much as you can in it as far as as far as your leave policies and everything else, because those are where you can, you know, have problems with employees sometimes if things aren't spelled out real well, Mm -hmm. Uh, because frankly, uh, a company handbook is an essential piece for, for your business. Uh, But if it's, if it's not put together properly, you know, it can actually be used against you in some Mm, cases. An employee can come forward and say, well, that's not what it says in the company handbook. Right. This is the last place you want to be. So so that's one. Um, And then, frankly, um, things that a lot of, uh, I think a lot of, especially small employers, don't don't put a lot of thought into, uh, things like job description. Um, I know that when I was a small employer with my remodeling company, I was hiring people based on their skills and, and their experience, but uh, I wasn't providing any sort of job description. Well, you, you need to provide a job description, and that's something that uh, we always recommend uh, when employees are hiring to get one of those together, make it as thorough as possible. Uh, you know, throw in the kitchen sink if you must, because those are the types of things that if you get into a dispute with an employee, um, if it becomes a legal dispute, and frankly, you know, 60 plus percent of those are won by the employees, um, you, you, that, that's one of the things that the uh, attorney is going to be looking at. You know, let me see that company handbook. Let me see what you're they're asking you to do this. You refuse to do this. That's why we're in court now. What did the job description? What What did they describe the job to be? Now, are there certain are there certain pieces of the job description that you feel are are essential that might be overlooked by many? Uh, yes. Um, frankly, it, the the main things that come down to it are the reporting aspects of it. Uh, what you're expecting your employees to do but what you're expecting your employees 
to communicate with you. Uh, quite often that's lacking the communications piece, and that's that's something that can bring about problems internally, and then of course, if it uh, became uh, a, a, a lawsuit problem. Um, it really, uh, the, what the H, when HR is put together properly, especially for small businesses, um, it's your protection and your employees' protection. Um, I'll, I'll throw in nowadays, and, and we, we help companies in all 50 states. Some states are, are highly regulated, uh, some not as much. Um, uh, California, Illinois, for example, um, they seem to change compliance requirements quite often. Some states don't, Alabama. Um, but one thing that's happening in the workforce is uh, I think at this point there's like 39 different states that have regulations that have pending le uh, legislation to require companies with five or more employees to uh, do harassment training for their employees. As an example, uh, that's something a lot of small businesses for one reason or another aren't concerned about. Um, but that is something that uh, it's required in some cases like California, I believe it's by the end of the year. You have to have certain things done and it can't be just any old harassment course. It has to be one that meets their qualifications and those have changed a couple of times. So you got to keep up on all those types of things. And frankly, again, going back to small employers, go back to remodelers, uh, that's not really on the radar in most mm -hmm. cases. Right. Uh, but it's things that you you do need to be aware of. Um, I we, we had one situation recently where um, somebody had was getting some work done at their house. Um, the owner had his crew there and ended up getting a complaint from the spouse that, you know, she felt uneasy. Somebody said something or heard some people talking or whatever. So just those things like that, 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 you know, I guess can occur. Um, it's always best for an employer. If you can say, you know what, uh, my people have all been through the training and they all have their certificates. They completed it. So they know better. Mm -hmm. And okay. uh, it, it protects it protects your clients. It protects your employees mm -hmm. uh, from getting in trouble, possibly. Uh, but it also protects your company because okay. if you can show you were proactive and making sure these things are done, um, it can go a long way if you ever ran into a problem. Are you worried about the future of your business? Are you stuck? and unsure about what step to take next? Do you have any doubts about your ability to lead through this crisis? Whether it's business, finance, or production, we have the experienced professional coaches standing by to help you and your team battle through these uncertain times. To learn more about our coaching program and to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with our head coach, Doug Howard, visit remodelercoach.com today. Now back to the show. Stuart, you mentioned that the handbook, the, the employee handbook, company handbook, is constantly needs to be updated so that it, it remains in compliance. And then with that, are you required to then give a copy to every employee and get some kind of signature or verification that they received it? And every time you do a revision, you have to get it out to the employees? 
Well, uh, the, the, the answer to that is yes, you should. Um, the, the problem with the, when putting together a handbook, if you don't have one together already, you, you might want to look into systems that provide updates to you. And if those updates can be automated, uh, that's really the way you want to go. If you can, if you can find those out there, um, that's what we work with. Um, but the reason why it's important is when, if you have a system like that, you, you put your handbook together, uh, it's going to be federal compliant. It's going to be state compliant in the state you're in. If you have, if you have employees in numerous states, it's going to have to be compliant in all the different states that you have employees in. But, um, yeah, when you put the whole thing together, as things change, you just want to make sure that you have a system in place uh, that will, if not automatically update the handbook, at least will, you know, let you know that this change has been made so that you can incorporate it in. Mm -hmm. But your your question about uh, getting employees to sign off on it, of course, is very important. As you have new employees come aboard, you want them to uh, take a look at that handbook and you want them to sign off that they've received it and they've acknowledged it. Okay. Um, so you want that to be done. And then as things change, and frankly, uh, in some states they change quite often, uh, as those things change, in the perfect world, you would get that handbook out to everybody again and say there's been this change made and <laughs> please sign off mm -hmm. on it. But that's usually not going to happen. So what we do recommend is at least once a year. Okay. Now some some companies, you know, they'll have you sign off when you start, and then you never see it again. Right. Once, been a major once a year, though. Huh? Well, once a year, yeah. Okay. Once a year, we think it's a good idea. Maybe it's your benefits enrollment time of year, whatever, right. whatever time you want to pick. That's a good Go idea. Go ahead and send it out to everybody again, okay. um, electronically, or print it out and give it to people, but. Um, yeah, make sure they have it, make sure they sign off on it again and just keep those in a file. Okay. Uh, so that you have that done. Hey, I want to back up for a minute. So we talked about, we were talking about the major elements in an HR program. We talked about an employee handbook. We talked about job descriptions. What's another element that should be in place for every small business? Well, frankly, you want to have your, uh, we, this is something that we, that a number of years ago wasn't a big deal for most small businesses, but we do uh, we do highly recommend that you do have some sort of training program in place. Now, I know for remodelers, a lot of it is you're hiring people with the experiences for what you need. Uh, maybe you've got a training program in place where you're teaching. Uh, I used to do both of those things. Um, it's It's not necessarily the, you know, how we're going to get this framed out or the drywall up. It's not always necessarily that when it comes to the training, but it can be, um, again, it can be the harassment training. It can be a, a customer service type of approach training, things like that. We have also found that, and, and frankly, that's going to cover your employees and cover you as a company and, and will hopefully help with your clients. Um, but we have found that uh, the younger workforce, they actually, they actually don't mind going on and watching a video online and answering a few questions. And you know, the, the good ones that are out there for these trainings, we're not making people you know, crack the books and, and uh, go, go off to a classroom. You, know, they, they can, you can send them a video and say, you know, I want you all in the next few months 
to take a look at this and uh, watch it answer the questions. At the end, you'll get a certificate showing you completed it and we'll have one on file here for you. But all those types of things uh, are the structures that can help you uh, retain employees. Retain employees, and I apologize. I thought I had that off. So what? Okay, so training is a is an element. Why is that kind of training important? Why is that type of? Yeah, why? Sorry, you know, you're talking you about having some sort of training, customer service, or or harassment, or why is it important for a small business to have that sort of training as part of their HR program? Well, uh, the, the easy answer to that is, in most cases, it's required. Okay. Uh, for a lot of that, it's well, that required. would do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and again, I, I, I'm not picking on the harassment, but it's harassment, bullying in the workplace. It's all sorts of things that come up. Um, but uh, yeah, many states are requiring that now. Does it does it have and anything be, to do with com- a, with number of employees or anything? Is there a threshold? It, it normally does. Most of the ones that I'm seeing, the smallest number of employees was five. Wow. That's a lot uh, of companies so you, there, certainly. Well, that incorporates most. Yes, <laughs> so, it would. Um, yeah, and uh, but not all states are the same. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, we we can provide that information to you. You can mm-hmm. you can uh, get it out to your members if you'd like. Uh, but uh, you know, we always keep an update list on those requirements for okay. every state. So, Stuart, so you, you've been in this for a number of years. Give me like. Two examples of the most common kinds of trouble that you've seen these companies get in because of a mistake in their process. Um, well, I frankly, um, the, the 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 most help that we have uh, run into uh, are situations where. Um, I give you one example. Um, it was an anger issue on the workplace. And in this case, it was a company that had a credential HR person to work there. But um, they were having to deal with this. And the lady in charge of HR wasn't used to that, had never had to deal with it. So, you know, we provided the information that they needed uh, with the federal, the the state compliance and all the rest. But uh, that type of thing can come up. And then um, other than that, uh, well, let's put it this way. I had a HR professional we were talking once about, you know, what their job is like and what they have to go through. And she was basically saying that, um, you know, I was saying, well, I guess some things are black and white and just, you know, you can get these things worked out. And, and she was very quick to come back and correct me and say, nothing's black and white in the HR world. It's all gray. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so that's why when you're getting into these things, uh, you know, the more help you can get, frankly, reach out to people that know what they're doing, uh, get that help. Um, When it comes to uh, reasons to do it, frankly, hopefully most most of your members are never going to have the DOL or anybody ever knock on their door or, or complaints or lawsuits or anything like that. But uh, those are all things that um, we have to deal with on a regular basis, getting phone calls. We're now dealing with this. The DOL is here. So, you know, 
uh, you can you can get information on what to be you know how to be prepared for an audit. Right. Okay. Uh, and they're 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 just going to come in with their their uh, clipboard, mm-hmm. sound old fashioned, but they'll come in with their iPad or clipboard and they'll be checking off boxes. Okay. And frankly, um, if you are in a situation where you got your act together, you've got everything up to date, it can go very smoothly for you. Okay. Uh, because, well, let's put it this way. If, if you needed, uh, if it was a handbook situation and you can show that your handbook was just updated in the last three months, they're not going to look at your handbook. Okay. In most cases, they just want to check the box on it. Right. If you're offering benefits and pre-taxing them, they're going to they're going to want to see your Section 125 document. Uh, been around since 1984. Just let you your employees pre-tax certain things on their paychecks. So if you're doing that, and you probably are, if you're offering benefits and the employees are paying a portion, eh, they'll want to check that box off too. If you say you don't have it, you could end up with a fine. If you say you have it and here it is, they're going to check a box. Great. Cool. Stuart, we have we have a compliance issue here at Remodelers Advantage Power Tips Unscripted, and that's that all our guests have to comply with the lightning round. Are you ready for the lightning round? No. <laughs> <laughs> and now, here's the Remodelers Advantage lightning round. It's a trap! We're putting 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What is your favorite business book and why? You know, it was it was a, many years ago, and it was a Zig Ziglar book, something about. Oh well, I'm drawing a blank on it. But anyway, I recommend Zig Ziglar books. They're they're old, they're dated, but it's still good stuff. If you weren't president of an HR company, what do you think you'd be doing? Well, I I sometimes miss my days as as a remodeler going in and getting <laughs> that done because I'm here to tell you, um, there's something to be said for starting a project and completing it and taking pride in your in your work. Yes, indeed. What are you not very and, good uh, at? What am I what? What are you not very good at? I, I guess hearing. I didn't hear that. <laughs> your room, your desk, or your car, which would you clean first? Well, that's easy. That's my car. Who's your favorite Disney princess? <laughs> uh, Cinderella, I guess. <laughs> Okay, that's that's perfect. Hey, Stuart, we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Um, How if if people wanted to learn more about all my HR, where how would they do that? Well, uh, probably the easiest way would be to check out the website and then my HR dot com. All my HR dot com. Okay, great. Good. Tried to make it easy and it kind of sums it up. So all my HR dot com. And that's and that's basically a remote HR person for your company, correct? Essentially, yes, it's it's a dedicated team. Right now, we have uh, over fifty uh, credentialed HR specialists that are here for you, and we do a triage. So, if you were to call the number up, it's unlimited. You're not on a time clock, but uh, it's twelve hours a day during the weekdays, and uh, you call up. You let us know what you're looking for. If it's a form, you're going to get. It. You know, shot straight out to you. If it's uh, a question or a problem, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about it and then we'll get you together with a credentialed HR specialist that actually has experience in that area. Okay. And then you'll go from there. Nice. On top of that, though, we do provide you with uh, a direct portal uh, that can give you what you need at your fingertips also. 
Thank you, Stuart. So now, before we let you go, I want you to share with our listening audience your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you. I, I guess life is a gift and joy. Um, Good. And that's kind of self-explanatory, but I, you know, you, every day's every day is a gift, and um, go out and do your best, and hopefully keep a smile on your face and and enjoy life. And if if you're not enjoying life, then make a change. There you go. There you go. I love that. Thank you so much, Stuart. We very much appreciate you taking the time to be, to be with us. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, and um, you all have a, a great day. Thank you. Thanks, Stuart. You know, you, I don't think that there are very many small businesses, me included, that really think much about all this HR, the rules, the regulations, the compliance, the laws, all that stuff. <laughs> I know I don't want to. Well, yeah, I don't want to either. But it has to be done because it does protect the employee and it protects the company. I mean, you, you know how litigious our society has become. And over the years, I mean, what we've been doing this over 30 years. Well, I have. <laughs> you, you, you youngster, not quite. But, um, you know, we've been doing this for a long time. And there have been a lot of employees who get disgruntled, get ticked off and decide they're going to sue the employer. So protect and just clarify communication so expectations are set and it removes a lot of arguments just in general yeah you know well if you're one of the eight people that are still listening (laughs) 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 no and and it's no offense to Stuart. it's just come on this is a topic. Who wants to listen to this? You know, it's it's one of those things that are like pull the bandaid off. It's so painful to do. That's why. Well, that's for you, not for everybody. I just think there are people out there that do this for a living and love it. I know, but you know, not. <laughs> no, I know, not you. But nope. I mean, actually, that's the point I'm making is if it isn't your bag and yes. it's not your thing, <laughs> right. you need to reach out to Stuart or a company like his and just outsource it and be done. Right. Not have to learn this stuff. Yeah, yes. Because yes. that's the point I'm making. If you made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you, you poor know, thing. No, it's just these are the kinds of things I don't want to know it. Right. Just right. just do it. Make it happen. Yes. Do it for me. Fix it. Make it golden. You know? Yes. Yes. I think that's worth every penny. That's just yes. me. Yes. And, um, well, you know, trust me, I wouldn't still be here if I didn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we know where his strengths are, what he would not be doing if he was a do ahead a different career. Uh, no HR professional for you. No. So What are you not very good at? <laughs> I'd answer not HR, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, really? No, that was, again, no no, no dissing on Stuart there. It's just, it's not my thing. But right. if it's not your thing, you should maybe reach out and check <laughs> yeah, that thing there out. there you go. So, <laughs> um, anyway, good episode. I had fun, especially at the end. <laughs> I'm having even more fun now that it's over. <laughs> I don't know. It's lunchtime. I'm hungry. Hangry, <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> well... We want to thank Stuart very much. It was a lot of good information. And um, we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I'm a hungry Mark Harari. (laughs) And I'm Victoria Downing. We'll see you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about roundtables our world-class peer advisory program. 
There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.